No, what's the uh, plan for the intro this week then? Oh crap! You want to say it this time? Uh, welcome to King of the World chat, where the topics don't matter and the points are just as valuable. Four out of five dentists agree. <laughs> we are rolling around in the shit. What does Joan of Arc have to do with this? No way to, for me to get to the bathroom with the headset on. And I would hear him punching the walls and hitting the fan every once in a while. I'd be like, oh, yep. You know, South Park has that. So do you think we should start slapping a label like that on there? We could make it happen. There like, you go. Uh, Ass. You can drink it now. <laughs> you can drink it. Yes, this is the third episode. Actually, there's a... Third a, episode? There's actually a lost episode already yeah. that um, no one knows about except for you and me. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Technically, it's the fourth episode. Yeah. but Maybe in the future something. Maybe archaeologists will discover the tapes. Just to do the, uh, the thing, you can find yeah. it on all the places where you find podcasts, Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, blah, blah, blah. We're on Apple now? We're on all of them. Oh, dang. And you can watch it on YouTube if you want to see our stupid faces for some reason. We've gone terminal. And make sure to like it and give it five (laughs) stars and all that because that helps us and we appreciate that. The doctor has scanned and says they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Well, tell the boys the war is going to have to wait. Oh, I'm just going to run the the top part so I have at least something to finick with other than my fidget spinner, which will probably get used the most. I... Like, I know those were a big deal several years ago. Yeah, I think this to the office with me. Dude, I think that uh, I use this, uh, you know, those cubes that Noel Mutex printed that mm-hmm. have the, the gears, the black and blue one? Yeah. I use that in the same way. I just, like, keep it in my hand and spin it, like, around. For the, de- for the purpose the fidget spinners were actually designed... That's like great for me. Uh, there was a psychiatrist I listened to one time who said that uh, the reason that people that have ADHD and ADD yeah. like to fidget is because it's offloading essentially some of the. Uh, for that like, wants to be used. Yeah, yeah. For lack of a better term to put it, yeah, yeah that's a great oh, way yeah. to put it. Actually, oh, let me check the levels. Talk, 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 talk. Are we still recording all this? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Why are we recording all this? Just because that way, if we had something good at the beginning, we didn't miss it. Something good at the beginning. How was lunch? Lunch was good. I went to the Hawaiian Bros. And how was Hawaiian Bros? It was good. It was a burger good. place? No, no, no. The way I'd put it is basically, okay, so you know how you get how you get food from chopsticks? Like how it comes up. Yeah, on like a Chipotle or like a... Yeah. I've never been to Chipotle. Well, but no. Freebirds or something where you go through the line and you pick what you want. Uh, You don't go through a line here. These guys got it right, man. They got a touchpad. You just put it in your order. You That's pay cool. and you go sit down. Have you ever been like, to one of those pizza places like that where they... Um, no, I have and they would fire it, and it takes like, oh, man, there's one uh, called. I've heard of one where you live. Is it, uh, Y'all Cal- got one, too. There's a Mod Pizza in Waco. There's a Mod Pizza in Waco now. Try Mod oh. Pizza, dude. It is very good. See, this is the part where we're going to talk about, like, where it makes editing hard. Because now we definitely have, like, you have that part to skip because, you know, that's not really something you want on the podcast. No, that's fine. It's not that big of a deal. Oh, um, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, 
Now it's going to be like this weird clip. We're like, it's going to be re- this real jump. How are we going to explain the skip? Like, we don't. We just cut it out. It's easy. Cut it out. So we're just going to mark it. just has worked for me. Skip. That's just it. work for me. Yeah, exactly. We're going to snap it. It'll be. Yeah, uh, right. I was it'll cost doing, us uh, everything, according to Thanos. 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 Is that supposed to be a beard? That Thanos has? Yeah, the, the, the lower. I think it's supposed to kind of look like it, but I don't think it actually is. I think it's I'm just saying, his face. I'm going to tell you, like, I wonder what happened. Like, must have been, like, did he just cut himself shaving really badly? Could be. He had an incident with a, with a, not a cheese grater, but you remember those old things like Granny M used to have where it, it slices a boiled egg up into. Oh, you mean in the equal slices? Yeah. He yeah, got, got in an accident with one of those. Yeah, I've got one in the kitchen, dude. That was his original plan for the snap. That was the prototype, and it didn't work out very well. Well, um, let's see. Let's see, let's see. You still don't have air conditioning? Nope. Still uh, still roughing it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. That's about all I'm going to care to say about that situation without getting into uh, <laughs> a little heated. Literally, heated. literally heated. Yeah, I'm saying I might raise the the temperature of my apartment. I joked a, w- a while back that you were going to get to the part of the year where you don't even need air conditioning anymore, but that might happen. Eh, like, you know, it's the window unit is doing fine. The window unit is doing great, and I thank, I thank Moses for letting me use that. Well, that invalidates any of my complaints for the week still, so everything I would complain about is trivial. I don't think it really invalidates because everybody's got their own man. Everybody's like, just because one, pro- like maybe like it may not seem to scale the same people like problems are still problems and deserve their time. You know, yeah, we were talking about that the other night. Well, like which one specifically, which specific situation are you talking about? Just in that, like, no matter how big a personal problem is to that person, it still seems like, the like everybody's problems seem like big problems to them oh yeah yeah yeah. because i remember that the whole uh, metaphor of like the tree in front of you looks bigger because it's right in front of you as where your neighbor tree seems a little smaller because it's further away <laughs> objects yeah. in mirror may yeah. be closer than they appear yeah well that's what you look at them behind you and put while your problems behind forward. you there yeah. you go trying go to look forward. behind you while looking forward Focus on science, Morty. Exactly. Break the cycle. I don't even think so. I could probably literally snip that one. And if anyone was going to tell us to stop doing that, it would probably be the suits from Comedy Central or whoever the hell owns South Park. Now, I don't think Matt and Trey would give a shit at all. No, dude, they're on Broadway. (laughs) Dude, have you seen any of their stuff on uh, either Hulu or Paramount Plus? They had once, but they've done a bunch of like specials recently, in addition to a newest season where they like, you haven't seen any of them? No, I wasn't aware of any of them. Oh man, you need to watch them. They're pretty good. There's there's one or two on Hulu where it's like the post pandemic special and like the pandemic special and that one's pretty good. And then there's one called Water Wars, which is uh, good. I I saw the Water Wars one with uh, the streaming wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't I get all my streams in one place? And how like they're all just wasting water? Like, dude, I was like, and they're joking about scamming everybody because they're like, hey, we're giving it to everybody and telling them that it's exclusive. (laughs) Like, 
Dude, you know what's funny stuff? I think everybody missed the bigger picture of that episode was they're running out of water. No, that's the no, I like I think that was directly part of it because that's like, the situation that's the we're in. Thing about it. Yeah, man. That's the situation of the planet. I mean, yeah, like the streaming wars is a great play of words. It like, is. They're geniuses. Do they really do they I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to call them geniuses. I I think they've earned that right. Yeah, no, definitely. They definitely have. And I'm gonna be honest, they definitely got like balls of steel. They, they became go, ungroundable a long time ago. Oh, yeah, dude. When you go to a major red carpet event in a dress tripping on acid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like. Those guys don't give a shit, dude. I think Chevelle had the song called Hats Off to the Bull or something like that. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I don't remember what the name of it was, but I remember the song. Yeah, it's not yeah. one of my favorites, but it's a decent. It is. Yeah. Chevelle's got some good stuff, dude. Dude, they have really good riffs. I love their, I love the sound of their like guitars and stuff. And the, and the, yeah, I'm a fan of Chevelle as well. They, they know how to be catchy and rememberable. That's that's the main part, rememberable. And all the kids, except for the hipsters, that know what Chevelle are and tell everyone, well, music was better back in the day, even though they weren't born for it. Yeah, like, that's a load of crap. Music's good always. There you go. Well, that's what you learn eventually. You learn to appreciate yeah, things. You gotta have your time to be down too, everybody. Exactly. Does. We all went through that. Dude, where the hell is my TV remote? I want to at least see these specials. Huh. No, just Google them. It's called the Pandemic oh, Special. Television right there. I just keep, dude, I never remember where I place my freaking remote. Yeah, fuck it. I ain't looking for it anymore. Well, we can get into what we've got for this week. Before we do that, I had, uh, I finished some stuff, uh, that paper that okay, I was reading okay, about. Right. Before we continue, let's be honest. Let's what be honest. Have, what we have for the week is usually just pretty, it's pretty random. It's pretty loose. We were playing okay, it. Yeah, yeah, like, when you say, well, like, what we really have for the week is, uh, well, that's pretty vague. Just like any good adventure. You've, you've got a plan, and then you immediately throw that plan out the window when you find a better one. With that being said, now let's roll the dice. What you got? Oh, this was just to clean up some stuff from uh, last week. If you noticed watching the YouTube, or maybe you didn't, the last 17 minutes was cut off. If you want to hear the rest of that, you can check that out on the audio podcast format. It does have the last 17 minutes from episode two, the uh, extended universes of Bill Burr and Tokian, which I should put a link for in one of these spots. The uh, I told you about that paper where the guy was... Uh, it yeah, was talking, trying to humanize orcs. Yeah, well, not exactly, but it, it was the title of the paper, since I never mentioned it, was Let Us Now Praise Famous Orcs, Simple Humanity and Tolkien's Inhuman Creatures, 2010, by some guy from Texas State University, actually, named Robert Talley. Talley, okay. not like a towel, like you're a towel, but, or uh, Talley, the famous mm. tank from World of Warcraft, or Taliesin, spelled differently from all of those. Yeah. Um. Maybe he's just, maybe he's like trying to spell out like, hey, maybe this shows like some of the baser blocks of humanity. When like, I read the rest of the paper, that is basically what he said. In fact, it was funny because it was so on the nose about some of the stuff we talked about that I think made it in that 17 minutes that went out. So you should definitely go check that out if you haven't seen it already yeah. or heard it. I could definitely see that. He says, yeah. like in the beginning of the last page, and it was an interesting read. It really was. I apologize. I'm trying to give you the actual words. Uh, stall. 
Stall, Sargat. What? Stall, Stall for time. Uh, if we were live. Uh, let's see. What do you, uh, you see, as you can see, Hype is clearly not prepared. And I wasn't really either. But so anyways, continuing on. You immediately throw me under the bus. Oh, yeah, dude. First thing. I didn't know where the stalling was going to go, but it's good to know that that's the, uh, that's the plan in the future. It's always the go-to. Like, uh, it's a good plan. You know, I'm just saying, like, like, that's kind of the reason why you're always there. You know, it's like a life preserver. If something happens, I can push you in front of the thing. I would be insulted if you didn't. <laughs> uh, okay, there we go. He says, you gotta live, and I don't know why it's got to be you. <laughs> when he's wrapping it up he says uh one might protest that my argument is awfully selective which i was like hey that's exactly what we said we said oh this guy is uh taking a lot of liberties here he's like with whatever human qualities on display in the few passages are horrible creatures with utterly appalling characteristics and behavior yet that position is already well established basically he's like hey uh that's pretty much how everyone's looked at it before you see them as the bad guys. You see all of the heroes as the good guys. And he was just doing something that he thought was more interesting. Um, and yeah, he does like posit basically, like you said a minute ago, that um, if you reread it or you're thinking about it again, maybe consider that, you know, it's not that they're. Um, uh, when you reread The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, by all yeah. means, cheer on your good-natured hobbit heroes. Respect the industrious and faithful hobbit dwarves. Heroes. What? What is like? Do all hobbits have to be good-natured? Like, I no. Guess, like Bilbo hated most of them and the Shire. Like, <laughs> like, but he did good things. So I guess he's like more neutral. Like, I guess if he like could be bothered, he might make bad decisions. But so his laziness is why he's good. Yeah, you know, like, I think his bad decisions were just rooted in, like, the flaws that all of the characters... Well, I think in the book, the point was the ring brings out the worst in everybody. Exactly. Exactly. And that's what he says. He's like, you know, but mm -hmm. also in some small parts of your imagination, raise a glass to Shagrat and Gorbag, to Ugluck and Grishnak, to Bolg and Azog, and to some billion unnamed, but still as rational incarnate creatures who struggle to make a life worth living in this perilous realm. Perhaps in some divine plan only hinted at in their own metaphysics, it is the orcs who will inherit Middle-earth. That was his closing. So yeah, like you said, he was just trying to make it more interesting. He also pointed out that uh, the guy, he referenced another paper from 1982 that I mentioned uh, that was an academic analysis of Tolkien's work. Like you said, where uh, he said... If Tolkien were to have changed the origin of orcs like he was considering doing, it would have to rework the entirety of the rest of the mythos to be consistent. And I think you pointed that out last week when you said, Last time on King of the World chat. Kind of proves my point that, yeah, dude, if they didn't put it out, like... He died before he could turn in the retcon, so it doesn't count. Yeah. Well, he died so, before he could put the book out. None of it counts. Uh, if that's true, then you kind of have to, like, throw it all out. Yeah, dude, because you're talking about fundamental uh, building blocks. Yeah. That's kind of why, like, in uh, the comic books, every time when they make, like, these major changes, it changes, like, the absolute fundamental structure of that story. And then when you do something as complicated, like, add it into something like the Justice League or the Avengers, where you're making these things play together... 
Well, they play together that way, and you knew that way worked. But when you have these newer sets, they don't always mesh right and play well together. Now, Marvel's definitely done a better job on it on the silver screen than DC definitely, definitely has. Yeah, I don't think anybody would argue with that. And I'm going to be honest, I really can't say with all the continuity resets that have just been going on for the past couple of years with DC, like, I, like I'm, I left that not knowing where everything ended up. So, like, I know, like, Wonder Woman talked to a god and was like, we, talk, we see, like, the original Golden Age of Comics, which is like, yeah, that's cool. Nice throwback, bro. But, sorry, I went on a tangent there. No, you're good. I think uh, one of the main differences is that on the silver screen, like you said, in the Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe, they had a person that was in charge of making sure that it mostly all worked together and that there was a plan at large. Yeah. You look at Star Wars, the last trilogy, and where there was literally no plan, and that's how you get yeah, to... Yeah, it shows. I mean, like, literally, the first movie was just A New Hope. Like, yeah. A bad version of A New Hope. Well, arguably, it, well, there was no way to do that well if that's what you were going to do. It's like, well, first of all, you probably shouldn't do that. Like, okay, so if you want to, like, I'm going to make an argument and say, if you could still do that, it just needs to follow certain bullet points. Like, you need to put some people together that would not normally go together. In the case of A New Hope, it was... Well, they tried to do that. The last, of a Je- uh, the last Jedi and his apprentice... A scoundrel and a bad one. He shot Greedo under the table. Y'all don't care if you redo the movie. That's, That's the a... way it is. is it like you, you said it first. Hey, that's uh, just somebody worried about their own survival. Yeah. And that's just the way, like, and I don't think that makes that person evil. Like, at all. Like, early bird gets the worm or gets to still breathe at the end of the day. It's exactly like that, uh... That right. up, it's like in uh, uh, right. the what is it? God damn it! Not the Lot Temple right. of Doom, or maybe it is the Temple of Doom. The Indiana Jones when the guy busts out the sword and does yeah. all the like fancy, and then so can go take a piss. Yeah, he just it, that that was what it was about. The actual yeah. actor, like you said, he just needed to go to the bathroom. Yeah, and he's just like, "Well, I have this gun, so you need that set up first. You need some fantastic. Oh yeah, and you need a princess of some kind." Like, or at least some royalty. You can always gender swap these things, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince or non specified, if that's the direction you're going to go. Um, so, whatever. Have one of the, have that set up as a people. Then the thing you need to happen is you need to basically introduce a big bad that has a really big bad dude who does some really bad stuff. And they're going to do some really bad stuff with a really big thing. That's it. You don't need to copy exactly the Death Star or like... Yeah. You know, you There's a bigger Death Star. Exactly. It could have been as simple as just delaying a really big fleet of Star Destroyers for like a couple parsecs. You know? Something like that. Just giving a frame of time for there to be a sufficient resistance there to meet them head on. And win what would be considered a uh, valiant defense, or no, not a valiant defense, because that would be when you lost. That would be a heroic, uh, heroic defense victory. Yeah, they did the same thing that 
yeah. uh, World of Warcraft writers have done recently where they just keep introducing. It's like, yeah. well, here's here's the real, it's a bigger bad. And it's literally just a larger star. To, I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, okay. A bigger fucking We're Death going star. the Dragon Ball Z route. Yeah. Like, you're just going It's power to, creep. Yeah. I mean, like, take a for instance, that uh, last scene with the city is ultimate power. And like lightning flying up and destroying ships in space. Oh, you like, know what? What? This actually all plays into something that I had written down that was not originally what I wanted to talk about, but uh, if it goes perfectly with uh, if it's in that same last conversation too from last episode, like um, do you think that? Like we talked about it last time and it's like, oh, well, this is the person that's in charge of doing the story or the people when it's more than one person. And then at some point it also becomes like the fans and they feel like they take ownership, which is a good thing. Right, like I right. feel oh, once again, those are special circumstances that it needs to meet. But well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think like if you set out to make something that should almost like not be your goal, but that's how you know it's done really it. well. If you care about it, it should be your goal to produce the best story that you possibly can. And I'm not saying, do like, if you've done the story right, the fans will create themselves and let them, and they will settle, settle in how they want to. Exactly. And all you need to do is just kind of stay true to your principles and the story that you wanted to do. As long as you stay along that guiding line, like, I think you'll be fine. That's almost I, exactly what I wrote on that subject in my notes about that, yeah. where it's like, hey, don't let... Yeah. Don't, don't use the fan service. Don't just start do, throwing out whatever they asked for. Like, Right. You should yeah. do... It should come from somewhere... Like, that spark for that story came from something that you wanted to make, and that should be where that stuff comes from that place of like, Hey, I love this world that I thought of or imagined. And I wanted to share that. Like it should be not your goal, but like, you know, you've done well when fans want to be immersed in it so much that they make Wikipedia's and like they write down everything in there, like obsessed with it. Right. Like that's, that's, Hey, you know, you did something I say good, obsessed, but they, they, well, but that's what they do dedicate time yeah okay so yeah but they want more of it is what i mean yeah they're willing they're willing to spend some of their time kind of really in a way living in, in that universe absolutely and there's nothing wrong with that because let's be honest we all need an escape from reality that's like a good check that you've done something special but that shouldn't mm -hmm. be your goal or that shouldn't be the thing no 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 it should never your goal should never to be get somebody to check out of reality like, because that can make you make it good or bad, right? If you're just worried about, oh, are they going to like it? Like, you'll make bad decisions. Yeah, you, you will. So, with that in mind, I wanted to say, like, that, like nerds, I don't want to say nerds, but that's what we all are. It's like, a, it does, that's not a, you know, a derogatory term. It just, like I said, those are just the fans that really want to, like you said, live in that world and that mythos. I would like, call it the fantasy viewer base. There you go. And they like drive that tells like that's how you get like more sequels and spin-offs mm -hmm. and extended universes, right? When there's people yeah. that are like, we want more of this. You never get the Book of Boba Fett and the Mandalorian if people didn't love Star Wars. Right. 
And I feel like Star Wars is one of those, like, it gets, like, the fans feel like they have a really big say in that. And oh, I feel yeah. Like, it's, like, 50 years like, old. Well, yeah. But at the same time, dude, it's, it's like, you know, it's still somebody's story. As a where we got things like Dungeons & Dragons and Warhammer and... 40k where they're literally it's like it's set up for hey you it's a sandbox story yeah you make this that's the place where i feel like fans really have a say because it's like look absolutely you've given me the option to create a universe like to create my own set within the parameters you set like and there's some things that i would like to be able to do that i just can't currently do with the current set well like, that's when you make your own exactly and but you know, like the company owns Warhammer, dude. You got to be very. Oh careful. yeah, no, yeah. You can't yeah, make your own you, Warhammer. <laughs> don't you do that? Don't you 3D print those? No, 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 no. Not saying you can't. I didn't even realize it, but Steve Jackson, the guy that uh, made Munchkin, Steve Jackson yeah. Games, he's also one of the founders, I think. And if I'm wrong, you can just tell me in the comments or whatever. What comment? Um, uh, he's oh. also one of the guys that founded Games Workshop, the ones that make Warhammer. Oh, uh, well. I'm going to be honest. Menchkin makes way more sense now. Yeah. Well, why it's been like made the way it is. And it's fucking expensive. Like all games. Like, not, just, not that it's expensive. It is, though. But the way it's played is like kind of how that business runs, you know? Like... Hey. Oh, sure. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like... It's a great game for lawyers to practice. <laughs> That's really, what I've always said. Really, you play Munchkin with your friends. If I was a teacher in you law school, friends. I would do that. Yeah, no, it's worse than Mario Kart. <laughs> Dang, you, hey, you remember uh, uh, Farnsworth. I was about to say, are you about to talk about what he did with... Yeah, oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, he got... Our brother, our late brother, got so angry one time that he took his own game that he spent $40 on. Yeah. We were playing outside <laughs> at our friend's house, and we had a fire going because it was... And he threw it in the fire. <laughs> the whole box and everything. He had some really dramatic moments. Oh, yeah. Gotta give it to him, though, dude. When he made a decision to do something... He went through with it. You know what, man? Like, and maybe this is the catch. I was going to say, like, you were the middle brother. So, like, people give you a hard time and be like, oh, the middle one is always dramatic. Oh, dude, I was in the middle of all the kids. I was no, you're smack boy. in the middle of the five. So you're the most oh, middle. Yeah, like, dude, like. I was about to say, like, in some ways, Austin was a lot more dramatic when he was dramatic sometimes. And technically, he was a middle as well, although not as middle as you. The most middle. Sar Garrett. <laughs> Stuck in the middle. So it's I, I really like that you said a second ago on that about how um like there's like a flip side to the fact that people want to live in this universe and make stuff. Like this is what I wanted to ask you. And this is just a question. Like a lot of times I like to ask Sarge, it's caused us to have a lot of fights because I like to think about things a lot like that guy who wrote the Lord of the Rings paper, where it's like, hey. I like to think of it in a more interesting way or try to think of a more interesting way. My brother and I have gotten into a lot of heated discussions. Like you said last time, a lot of very loud discussions. Loud, um, loud talking. Loud talking. There you go. Uh, is it bad sometimes? Like I, I put it in the notes 
are nerds ruining everything? Because, like, by and large, I think we're all you and I are about. It's like men of the men of the people, and it's like, yeah, the 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 people will keep you honest. It's like if you try to do something that is, if you're like all of a sudden decided, uh, okay, well now, um, Batman wants to kill people. No, 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 is what the yeah. Batman fans should tell you. Like. Or you need to be very careful there. Like yeah, there's going to be an entire group of people be like, you can do whatever you want. It's like, yeah, but if you sure. change certain fundamentals at a certain point, it's not what you started with. My point at large is that the fans will keep you honest yeah. sometimes. And at but, that point, just make whatever story you really wanted to make. Like you said last time, make it an Elseworld. Yeah. But the question for this time that I was going to say, and this again was an aside. I wrote this yeah, down later on. Slap elsewhere on it, then there you go. All problem solved. But everything we were talking about so far led into this. Is like, is a rabid fan base, which you can't help. I mean, like, if you made a rabid fan base, then that means you made a really, people really liked what you made. Like, does hey, that well, make... I just thought of something. Are they impossible? Yeah. Does DC own, like, is that a copyrighted, like, elsewhere? The term? Well, like, I guess not, like, the term. I, I'm like, we're using it as a term, but, like, what if people start actually slapping elsewhere on the side of, like, their art and whatnot? Well, they would still have to license it to be able to actually use the names from whatever it is that they're doing. Like, you can't just... You'd yeah. have to you'd have to make one of those, like, knockoffs. You'd have to make the GoBots version okay. to okay. actually okay. not get sued, like, which I think is great. Like, when you're talking about Warhammer and all that, I was like, dude, we should just do, like, we should get as close... And not because we would get sued and we can't afford that, but, like... Yeah. It'd be like, you should try to skirt the line as much as you can, like make a GoBots version of Warhammer, and then like, <laughs> always... Dude, you go until you get sued. You so push like, that line as much as you can. <laughs> you just keep going and going. Except there's okay. no rules to when they can or can't sue you, so... <laughs> and they've got more money than you do. Oh, man. Than we do, I should say. But so my question is... So maybe then I should do like a knockoff uh, version of InfoWars. Oh, God. Jones to try yeah, to he's got a lot of money, too. Like, that, that dude is, is I mean, loaded. Like, uh, it's a parody. <laughs> what, you, what would you call That's it? That's uh, what it is. Uh, let's see. Not InfoWars, but... Um, data Battle. Okay, here's what you do. You get a woman, instead of Alex Jones, you get a woman that parodies him very well and call it Miss uh, Info Wars. So it's like a play on misinformation. Uh, that's, that's good. That's good. Got to find someone. Got to find someone. Get somebody that like, uh, as much as you might not like her, um, what Rosie is her name? No, well, Rosie O'Donnell would have been good for that. Um, she's awful, though. Like, here's a person. Well, uh, that, uh, I just mean she would have done that well, I think, if she tried. Um, what is her name? The comedian. Uh, she's very divisive, and that's why I'm like, I don't know if you like her or not. I'm not a huge fan of her stand-up, but I can appreciate her for what she is. Um, God damn. I can't remember her name all of a sudden. She's got that one. Uh, she was on Comedy Central. She has that one comedy special called The Leather Special. Narrowed down here. So far. Amy Schumer. Oh. Eh. She would probably do well with that. Lover or hater. Or like Tina Fey would also be great at that. Tina Fey would be good. Tina, Tina Fey is a genius. Well, maybe not. Well, 
I'm, I'm throwing the word genius around too much, but I really, uh, she does a good job. You know who I'd want to have do it? Who? Wanda Sykes. Oh, that would be perfect. That right. would be perfect. That would actually be the best answer. Yeah. If I could choose anybody, it'd be Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes, dude, that would do so well. Hey, Wanda Sykes, if you end up taking that and do Miss Info Wars, you can have that one. Nobody yeah. else, but... <laughs> just throw us on the tag. Yeah, you just shout out to the King of the World chat. Hype more and Sargeret. Sargeret and Hype more. So... That's only for Wanda Sykes. Exactly. The rest of you... Me, Wanda Sykes. You know who we're talking about. Everybody knows Wanda Sykes, dude. Yeah, but you never know somebody else who might name you Wanda. It's like my name's Wanda Sykes. No, we ain't talking about you. You not you not celebrity Wanda Sykes. Like we talking common knowledge, Wanda Sykes. Does it make sense? Yeah, no, no, it does. I was just looking at my notes from this. I think we basically yeah. covered the question that I was trying to answer. It's like I don't think that people nerds fanboys fan people fans whatever you want to call them the ones that are like obsessive with something like oh, i don't no. we want to talk about the diehards no yeah i mean yeah those would be the ones like those are the ones that are like hey you can't do that you like are like borderline degenerates though is that ever bad like when is that bad to be when is like it bad when you start making the community toxic well, not just that, like, because I feel like that changes it. I'm talking about in the whole, just in the context of making more stuff in that universe, does that limit it? If that's not like uh, bringing any thoughts to mind, uh, I, the first thing I thought about when I asked myself that was um, referencing Rick and Morty and how they were talking about, like, it's hard to like outthink, it's impossible actually to, to outthink the... The, the collective of the internet when they're trying to theorize about whatever it is, like the evil Morty thing, for example. The best way to outthink the internet is to not have a plan. There you go. That's a good way to do it. You just run in and get thrashed. Yeah, just there you go. Is the best I've always been a big fan of that. That's one of my yeah. uh, philosophies in life. <laughs> because when you leave the internet to speculate, it starts infighting with itself. If you've never seen Hyperman, you missed out. That yeah. game was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I also think that that's probably why when you consider money and the uh, the people who fund different things like this, I think that's why we see so many remasters, remakes, and rehashing of stories instead of making new things because it's easier. It's a, it's a safer bet to make right. a 10th uh, Fast and the Furious than it is to try and like fund a new story that people might not like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though I think we said last week that uh, in the context of the M. Night Shyamalan thing, it's like when you have less resources, you're forced to be more creative and to, and to work harder with what you've got. Yeah, because if you don't have as a big a budget, you really need to be more engaging with the plot. You got to find some way to hold the reader there. And if it's not amazing graphics and... Big budget? Yeah. Well, I mean, not a big budget. I mean, like, when I'm talking about like with CGI or well-made puppets or a production value. Yeah. When the production value is really on the smaller end, you have to really do more to make the things you do have seem like more, you know, like you got to stretch it more. It's like, if you got a little bit of mayonnaise at the bottom, you really got to spread it over the bread. Exactly. Like, uh, you know what I wish we could do? And I don't know how we would do it, but I would really like to do it in some capacity. And maybe you and I just get on Discord and watch that 
But in any case, I just mean like we could do like a a way that people could could engage in that with us. I would like to sit down with you and watch since you still haven't done it. I know watch the Batman and like where we could basically do commentary on it or something like as you've seen it for the first time because I know you you still haven't seen it, right? Yeah, no. I, I really I, thought it was pretty good, and I really wanted to see what you thought of it because I think it did a lot of things like better than I've ever seen done on the screen in as far as live action Batman stuff goes. It wasn't perfect, but it was. Uh, I really enjoyed it. The one time I watched it, it's very long, but but I wanted to see. You said you had some stuff that you wanted to talk about, or and uh, I think I want to. I think I want to hold off one more week with. That's it. fine. Because it's really more pertaining to the uh, the whole RTS thing. Like uh, like I said, that kind of really struck a chord with me. I was like, and I feel like it's something that just really needs addressing this day and age. Because I think that's good. Because I feel like there's an entire generation that's really missing out on a brand of game that they just probably don't even recognize exists. Because they would see it and think it was a MOBA. Yeah, yeah and even I mean, though like, that's where that came from. I know, it, like it, it would be like, and I don't really care if they think one way or the other which one came first. Well, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it doesn't. The main, the main thing would be, uh, just the fact that they know that it exists at all. Like, well, and it struck a, a chord with us for a reason. Yeah. yeah, like they get like a lot of crappy mobile games that like really oh, are a lot of just lobotomized versions of these games yeah it's just a um, it's a vehicle to sell you microtransactions exactly and, and they should be allowed to pay a one-time you know well i'm saying this while playing total war with i don't know how with all the dlc packs yeah, but that's different that's different because it's, oh, yeah. it's not a continue that's not games uh, as a service yeah and that's games workshop again so it's like dude do you want to add up all the amount of money that i have in the total war right now Oh God, dude! It's probably nothing compared to what some people have in Warhammer. I know, I know it's nothing because there's people who own like the the older stuff that I don't like because I've only got the fantasy side of it. Which, yeah, I know I'm the problem. Whatever, fuck. <laughs> I love I'm Matt. Not interested in your Jean of Arc, Jacques Cousteau. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what does Joan of Arc have to do with this? It's the old, like, the history books. Oh, this is what it all came from. Like, dude, it's oh, like... Oh, that sounds cool sometimes. I did. I get it. I get it. But it's, like, I understand that Total War really did take a long time period where they were just concentrating on, like, Total War Warhammer. And I didn't complain because I was on the receiving end of that. Oh, you're mm -hmm. saying they were complaining because it was taking away yeah. from the the history But, dude, games. it was making bankroll. Like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Well, it's it honestly more interesting because of all the, the universe. Like, don't get me wrong. The other ones are probably fun. I actually plan on playing the Troy because I hear I see that one mentioned so much. And I honestly, the one I see the best reviews for, too. I just couldn't get anyway, into them like, all that much. But I love RTSs, and I've been playing Warcraft yeah. 3 Reforged recently. I just and didn't so discover the Total War series until I was a little bit until I was older. Dude, the thing is, like, we didn't like our generation didn't love RTSs as much as they did for no reason. That wasn't like unique to us. And if people would give them a chance, like, and they still exist. Like I said, I've been playing Warcraft Three Reforged again. You got me wanting to play that, so I've been playing through the campaign again. And I, I it's definitely made me think about a lot of stuff in that realm. 
So the other day I was on Reddit, which I don't recommend. But if you uh, <laughs> if you were, no, I'm just kidding. You can it, Reddit is what you make of it, just like everything else in life. But I saw this uh, argument that these people were having because that's what you do on Reddit. And it got me thinking about stuff because I think about related to the fact that we're talking about RTSs and games today versus back in our day. Back in my day, us old men yelling at clouds and at the Zoomers to get off our lawn. I saw, like, a lot of times you just get upset because you're like, ah, things are, is this just the way things are nowadays? But this, I think, is a little bit constructive, at least. So I, I here's what I have written in the notes about it. it it's This game isn't for casuals, okay? So this okay. is like, as a quote, like that's what I'm not saying that I'm saying yeah, like, I'm saying like that's a that's a pretty big. I, I honestly, that's a very. I'm not me, go with that one. No, that's what I'm saying. I cringe internally when I see that sometimes because I'm yeah, like, because you know the mindset of the person that made it. It's like, those, like you said, it's the degenerates from the first episode that are shitting in jars and, mm-hmm. <laughs> and with the poop socks, the poop sockers. You know, like, you haven't played it, but I've told you about Escape from Targov. You're familiar with how it works. So, like, in the, the leveling and the questing, the progression of that game, uh, it's it's something that is very, it ends up being very grindy, and it takes a lot of time to do, and it, you can put a lot of time into it and not be successful at all. Also, in Escape from Tarkov, it's a very gear-dependent game in the PvP. Someone told me in a comment that it was like, well, it's kind of like a first-person shooter MMO. And that was my whole problem that got me thinking about it. Because I'm like, well, the gear is what ends up being a huge difference maker. And in shooters, it's more often about skill than an MMO. Not that, not obviously, MMOs take skill. If you know about, like, PvP at all... Even if you don't play at the top level, right? Like yeah. you could tell the difference between somebody. When, like when you told me, like, dude, I I one v two'd these guys because uh, you were playing arena and your partner had like disconnected at the very beginning or something. It's like, yeah. hey, you can't do that if if there if skill wasn't a thing in um yeah. And your gear plays a, a part in that as well. But uh, like, I remember that, dude. In shooters. Like, I feel like it's even more so like that. Like, your skill should be largely what determines the winner and the loser in a shooter, in a first-person shooter, right? Like, and less about the gear. But in Tarkov, the gear is super important. Like, the ammo specifically and the armor, like, you can literally shoot 30 rounds into someone, and if their armor is a higher level, for lack of a better way of explaining it, because it take too long, then the penetration of the bullets that you're using you're you might as well be missing um and that gear a lot of times is locked behind a high rep gain where there's no way to get to it so there's always a wall between you and the gear yeah exactly and no lifers who play the game all the time are always going to be an advantage so this they want the gear that way they can kill you the easiest without putting effort into it this person had essentially said Escape from Tarkov suffers because, as an experience because of the way that the gearing and the gearing being locked behind like those high rep, reputation is what I mean. You have to grind it out to be able to even yeah. buy that stuff. Like to me, it's like, well, if you like playing that game and you want to have competitive PvP, then it would be a better decision to make more competitive gear, more accessible to everyone. Because personally, 
I don't gain any satisfaction from destroying a Lobie or someone that didn't have any chance against me because of the gear difference. I don't know that that's not everybody. There's a lot of people out there that I'm saying clearly it's not like the caveat that way. What? Farnsworth is that way. Oh yeah. Well, but he also enjoyed an actual, he didn't give a shit. He would kill you regardless. That was just it. I would do questing with him sometimes. We would spend an extra hour and a half out in the world. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. The difference between him and some of those people was like, they'll give up and go away. We're talking about Farnsworth. Uh, he's one of the characters that our our brother that we mentioned at the beginning yeah, of the show. One of the aliases he's used. We will use different aliases for. And if you know them and catch on to it, that's off to you. Um, so just join that little Easter egg. It was yeah. He, he, the difference between him and some of these people that just love going to lobby areas and ganking scrubs is. Even though he would do that, and he would kill you, like you said, regardless, like red is dead, meaning if you're... I have a hat for hats off, by the way. What? I actually have a hat for hats off, by the way. A hat for hats off? Oh, yeah. What do you mean? Like when, when I have a, you know, give someone a hats off. You put you have a hat to put on just yeah, to take it off? Yeah, I've had that, but it's my it's my regular hat that I wear every day. You you wear it every day? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's been a whole minute. Did you ever been down in a whole minute? Hmm. I have a lot of hats. I mean, and since I started streaming and doing YouTube stuff, I have a lot of hats. Mom calls it a Stevie Ray Vaughan hat. I hear ah, me. is it like, like? Okay, here we go. Are you sure you want to do this? I don't care, dude. I wear it out in public like normal. Uh, I have a hat with the yellow flag on the top of it. It's the detective hat. The yellow so flag. He wears with the yellow flag. Yeah, it's uh, it's from Ninja Cat made them for us for. Yeah, that is a Stevie Ray Vaughan hat. Yeah. See, we got the side here to have some tie-on charms or some shit like that. I sometimes put on uh, one of Grandin's black cowboy hats, and a long time ago I had one of my ties. I, I was wearing a lot of ties on my head for a while as a, uh, like a ninja thing, and I would put that on the cowboy hat and it made me think of Stevie Ray Vaughan as well, even though that is definitely more a Stevie Ray Vaughan hat. And I dress like a solar panel in Texas summers, so... <laughs> He wears a lot of black, is what he means. Generally, all of it. I did that. I used to do that. I still got a decent amount of... Dude, every color wants to be the new black. That's all I'm saying. Earlier, Sorry, take it... We got a little bit off. off no, that's of fine. It. That's the point. Like, uh... We're getting more. It's like, uh, you... The thing about this, when you're talking about something like Escape from Tarkov, or something where it's a really high skill cap, it's like, you can put a lot of time in, and player skill aren't going to increase at the same rate. Like you could waste a lot of time playing that game. And if you're not learning correctly, for lack of a better way to say it, you're not going to get any better. Right. Yeah. And you could do that with a lot of games. It's like you take like new world, for example, back when it, cause it was redesigned, re redesigned like 12 times before it actually came out. And at one point there was level scaling for the PVP. And then they realized, oh, this feels bad because the people that have grinded and put in work to get better gear want that to translate to, like, player power. Which I think is fine uh, in the context of, like, your gear making you better. But in PvP, I'm honestly like, hey, I I never played Lost Ark, but I heard people say, oh, yeah, when you play Lost Ark PvP, like, it equalizes everything. I'm like, hey, that's, that's how you test player skill. And to me, that's what player versus player 
is about. Yeah, that's why I like. That's why I really like the arena. The arena, no outside. It's just what your abilities are, and you don't have to farm for a million like runes and potions and oils and all the. Yes, I agree that arena leveling the playing field a little bit is is good for PvP. I think that's the best kind of experience that you want if you're. And I think if a game is well designed, then like your practice. And the, the time that you put in, the time should equate, not just time itself, not like, oh, you played for X amount of time, so you're yeah, automatically you win. power because you're logged in. Yeah, that's shit. Like, that's dog shit. Uh, an you example. Hit the keyboard, by the way. None of that AFKing crap. Well, and Blizzard, it's funny you mentioned that because Blizzard's actually. Is it funny I mentioned that? <laughs> yeah, because Blizzard's like trying, they're, they're telling people they're going to, I don't know how they're going to do it because they're saying that it's going to be not automated and that someone's going to review it. But I'm like, I don't know that anyone, any person actually reviews anything when it's reported in WoW. But yeah, they're like, hey, AFKing and BGs and stuff ruins the experience for people. It really does, dude. But I'm gonna be honest. Like, it's like like if there's a couple players in there that you can work with, like, uh, and usually we, me and you, pick up one when we're BG. Like, we pick up one or two that just tail with us. And dude, oh man, I wish there was an RBG queue, like, so that you could queue into RBGs. But like a lot of people have said that before. Oh, uh, you mean like a yeah queue system where you could be like, hey, yeah. Just do but I say, dude, and you're playing with randos. Like, that's how you get all the... Yeah, and that, like, creates a lot of the problems that we've yeah. seen in WoW over the years, and that leads to a less, like, um, a less world-feeling style of play. It's more... But at the same time, it's, like, it's so hard to get into... It's like everything else. Like, it's like Mythic Plus. It's like raiding. It's like... It turns the game into a job almost at times. Like, but... It's fun though. It's fun content. Like it can be. <laughs> Rated BGs can either be great or terrible. <laughs> yeah, depending well, on whether you win or well, lose. So let's talk about like when we when you got a good setup. When you got a good setup. Exactly. Like, so we agree that like, hey, just playing more time shouldn't at least for us like shouldn't equal. Right. And I mean, like, imagine, like, imagine if there was a game where that is how it worked, and it was like the PvP was just like two people walking up to each other and then the game checking whose score, gear score was higher, who played the game more, or who had spent more money, more like it in today's environment, and then it just decided a winner. Like, where there was no skill at all, literally no component, that would be terrible. No one would like that, except people probably would like that because I think that's how it works in Diablo Immortal, which I never touched. Yeah, me neither. It's not one I'm... Uh planning on touching it all well that made me think about this because this is something that i never things i never thought i would say because this feels bad i think across the board but when you consider this and what we're talking about with like oh like uh, those high rep walls and those things that you have to do grind out in order to be competitive mm-hmm. in a in a p player versus player pvp environment so okay. like consider something like wow pvp which in its original state, not its original states, but in a more normal setting. In season four, which is at the end of an expansion and they're like, it's a free-for-all, even though it feels better. Like, yeah. 
there's no uh, conquest cap. Like, all, yeah, I want to go into all of it, but there's like the, that's what you grind out to get the gear you need for player versus player in WoW. And it used to be normally that like you can only gain so much of that per week. And like that sounds good at first because you can't know life World of Warcraft PvP and then just be better because you've got higher gear because you can only get so much of it per week. But the problem is, if you miss a week, now you're behind, and if you miss enough weeks, you literally cannot catch up. So time gating sucks, but it is, and they fixed that by letting you, like if you missed a certain week, then you could gain up to whatever the cap was. You could basically catch up if you grinded enough, but you still couldn't get past where everybody else was. So it's like time gating is actually good in stopping no lifers if your game is designed to where the gear makes that much of a difference so you see what i'm saying is is time gating good there no so people should be able to no life it and grind out yeah. as much as they want exactly i'm sorry but it's it's just a valid thing that should be like why, why do you say that because time getting sucks ever well yeah but like why would you ever limit how much your player can play because, well, I think that's a good question because it's a different thing to consider this from the perspective of the player wanting the best game and from the developer who has to worry about things like daily active users and play times and metrics like that. Like, mm -hmm. the, I think the reason they don't want that is because people will grind the shit out of it. They'll get as much as they can in a week and then they'll stop playing. Which is why I think we see battle passes be such a, a big thing nowadays. It's because it's like in the world environment, in the gaming environment, it's all about, even if it's free to play, especially if it's free to play, like they want you there all day, every day, or as much as they can get you there daily, which sucks. Like, cause like you said, it's like when we played a Halo Infinite a long time ago, which we're not live, but F in the chat for Halo Infinite. And those of us who wanted something better and thought it would be good this time, it feels really shitty when you completed yeah. all of your, your chores for the week and then you get no progress. That's like the only way, one of the only ways that I could think of immediately where you could stop no lifers from ruining the game for everybody else that can't play it like that. Dude. Okay. So here's the deal. If it comes to a situation where you can't play the game because of like, You've got prior obligations elsewhere. I think your attention needs to be elsewhere and not in a game that dedicates this amount of time. Okay. See, this is, I think, what some of those people were saying. They're basically like, hey, this game isn't for you. And not every game has to be for everybody. Not like, you don't belong here. It's like, look, where you're currently at in your stage in life, you're just really needed to be in other places. This game is more for people who just kind of have the time for it. Like, sure, and I don't think that's wrong to be made that way because, no. and I feel like that's what a lot of us really actually want. Because when you the what we all really want is to put when we I put something in, I want to feel like the return is either equal or greater. Well, and that's why I, I said it the way I did is right. like it's if it's a PvP or specifically in a competitive setting. 
something that's like I can agree with what you're saying more from the perspective of PVE or single player, but when it's supposed to be competitive, it's like the people that can just sit there and play all day are inherently going to have the advantage and that it's like the, the, depending on how the game is designed, you might not have a shot even if you do have time to put a decent amount of time into the game, but you're against somebody that literally spends 10 hours a day playing that game all day, every day and no lifing it. Like they shouldn't dominate the game or own because they have nothing else to do or that's all they play. Or should it be that way? It's just a hardcore experience. Yeah. I'm saying, I think that's fine. What the hell? If the game is designed as such that the skill and your time into it equals more skill as opposed to better gear. I think that's a better situation for a competitive player versus player environment. But hey, bro, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah. But your keyboard, which, which is it? I don't remember. It's, it's Austin's keyboard. It's Farnsworth's keyboard. Bro, I've been so I've been kind of like perusing the Razor store as we've been going through here. You really want that plushie. <laughs> I do want that plushie. You give a free advertising to Razor. Well, dude, my keyboard is literally, I looked down and I was like, there's this green line snaking across my keyboard. And I was like, what the hell? And then the Razor snake eyes pop up and blink at me. I'm like, what the hell? Like, Oh, because you're on their website? Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed when you played like Halo, the keyboard would change? Yeah, I, no, I noticed that. But like, I didn't Overwatch does the same thing. It just crazy to start popping them it's like okay now that's so you're saying if you go to the razor website it will interact mm-hmm. with your keyboard yeah god damn it i'm not doing this razor you no hey we're gonna tell people to go to the website. i'll just keep doing it you just naturally do you see what he did there razor just now this is why you need to sponsor us he just made you want to go to their website that you can't hey that's what you yeah, pay for that's, that's only for people part of the razor cult because only those people would have a razor keyboard yeah but even people that i'm not like i have razor products because i got them from my brother and they have sentimental value i'm using a shitty mouse that doesn't stay clicked all the time ye of little faith no razor this is someone who is good can you see the potential here this man will make your sales go up. I mean, I mean, Give honestly, him his plushie. If you're not, if you're not sponsor the show. You just really don't care. What? If you don't use Razor, you really just don't care. Okay. I can't it endorse that shows. statement. I can't endorse that statement. I'll endorse that statement all day. There is RGB in their chair cushions for real? Yeah, dude. That thing looks awesome. Like, dude, I'm, I'm gonna oh my dude, god, be great my tailbone. This is no, this is too much. Do they have a deal with Dead Mouse? I don't know, but they're trying to save trees, and they're like, every time you buy one of their products, it saves a bunch of trees. So every like, smart company has an initiative like that nowadays. Yeah, but well, I saw. Yeah, they have a deal with Dead Mouse. Holy shit! <laughs> you mean you can buy a dead mouse from Razor? Yeah. <laughs> and you put dead out of the box. It's right there on the name. Dead yeah. mouse. <laughs> yep. Excuse me, Razor. I'd like to return this. It's a dead mouse. Yes, that's what you bought. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't work. It's a dead mouse. That's yeah, what it that's, is. It says yeah. it on the. <laughs> Correct. You bought a dead mouse. Uh, I don't know how. Like, how the chair is $1,000. Dude, you're looking at the furniture. It's furniture. 
like when you're talking about furniture. Well, you got me to go to the store and spend more time than I wanted to there. And that's the kind of thing well, that you just can't pay for, Razor. And then I went and let, I clicked on the... Razor, I need you to understand how good the advertising was for my brother just now. So support the show. Thank you. That's all. <laughs> he really doesn't want to spend time on this, but I really don't care. Like... I don't give a shit. I, I'm not here to do anything in particular. The topics are made up and the points don't matter. This is what it's all about. To the back to yeah, the no, top. no. Taking that out of the context of PvP, like because it is a thing that exists in some way in PvE or player versus environment, single player yeah. experiences. Like you take something like if anybody remembers, I know you do, but if anybody ever played the original Dragon Age or Mass Effect, like when uh, you had both of those games, or were they a pre-order bonus? Like you get armor that was used, you get a code for some armor that was usable in both games. And it was really good. It was cool, get, yeah, it was, it was really cool stuff. And I don't remember if you had to do something in the game to unlock it, but sometimes games will give you this stuff, like, from the get-go. Like, I know Fallout New Vegas had some stuff that you could get that you could choose at the beginning of a playthrough whether or not to use it. That stuff could feel like a cheat code, but it's a single-player experience. So it's like, hey, you do what you want to do. We grew up in the days with the cheat codes, and sometimes that's the most fun way to play the game. And if you don't want to use it, no problem. Or you can say mod. That's part of the problem I have with mods. My brother loves to mod. He has spent, I don't know how many hours playing, and it's awesome, to be fair. my God, dude, it's amazing. Uh, like, I, I've never been a massive fan of Skyrim, but when oh. I put on my brother's VR headset and was the Lich King from Warcraft 3 and could Kamehameha in uh, fucking... Yes. That was cool. <laughs> that was awesome. First time I got to fly around and then basically just Kamehameha dragon straight into the fucking ground. So Things that I could describe it as, but we'll we'll do uh, we'll not do so. Just did they ever have I beams? Did they but, ever did they ever have I beams? Yeah, that's pretty cool, dude. I even breathe flames. That's cool as well. Like like that's one of the problems I've had with it. And my brother is obviously on the I other side of this. Two of the coolest spells by far that I used was there is a uh, there is a Death Knight spell pack. It basically, it is the uh, Icy Grave move. And it basically just is like, it's the way you want Blizzard to be, where it rains down giant, massive icicle spikes uh, that just stick into the ground. It's and what it, Bolvar throws at Sylvanas. Yes, uh, uh, the Bitch King. Um, yeah, the Bitch King. <laughs> they did uh, him dirty. And then I would say the, the Astral... Uh, spell pack where you pull uh, a star down onto the ground. That's that awesome. One. Dude, you, okay, so the way I describe that one is you know, the uh, the in uh, is this I supposed to be for druids? Warfare, do you remember old modern warfare the first time they made Hell yeah. it? Hell yeah, Hell yeah. Um, it was great. You remember when you get in the AC 130? Oh, Maybe yes, that goes, oh, yes. That's basically what happened. The spell out, the the magic circle went around, then it went back in. It was okay. dead quiet for two seconds, and then you just hear the sounds of a screaming star coming, just crash and throws everything around. That's fantastic. You if you're in the black, I was excited. Does it hurt the player? So here's oh, the question: yeah. Is that rooted in like 
is it just supposed to be like a, a cool spell set or is that supposed to be like a druid from warcraft 3 or world of warcraft uh, are you talking about the astral st- uh, spell yeah pack? yeah 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 no it was actually uh the main uh a lot of those moves were uh well one of them was for like a druid pack but it had nothing to do with world of warcraft that's okay just- you know that's kind of normal for, it's just like astral magic yeah, kind of astral magic like they get okay. associated with druids but it's not a required well i'm just thinking about like starfall yeah. and starfire and moonfire being druid yeah. i was gonna say so if you're dropping literal stars on the planet i think yeah. that's actually bad for the planet so i think that yeah. at that point the druids have jumped the shark so mods, I didn't like them because a lot of the, i mean i don't i'm not against them altogether. you can have some really cool experience no, it's not that. It's that, like, a lot of the times, like, I remember when I played a long time ago, Skyrim and modded it mm-hmm. years and years ago, I was like, oh, look, there's a there's a Master Sword that I can put in the game, and you had to go find it and all that. That was cool. But then you get it, and it's like, okay, now it's better than every other weapon that's possible in this game because the people that make the mods, and I would imagine that with better mods, they are they try to balance them. But that was my problem. Is I'm like, a lot of times these just break the game. Which for me is not the experience that I want when I'm playing a single player okay, so game. In that situation, man, like that's why you got to be kind of careful with what you choose to download and what you choose to put on there. Of course. A lot of times, like if it's a good modder, they're going to tell you, like, "Hey, this one is not for balanced play. Like, it's not meant for. This is for like playing around sandbox." And then there are people like, "Hey, this one is built for like a actual run through." Well, there's lore friendly. Which sure. means that it doesn't look real out of place. Like, it looks like it would belong there. And then there's... I mean, that's really kind of the, the cover-all term, but... Yeah, I got you. And then there's balanced. Like, if it was marked balanced, that means it was, like... It was not considered overpowered. Like, See, if I could if I could filter out mods that when I get ready to play, yeah. they were like that. Days. Yeah, that would be an experience that I would try to mod because I, although it's funny because as I'm getting older, some does a really good job of it. Like they filter out a lot of the crap games that are super long. I'm honestly getting to the point nowadays where it's like, well, if I want to play the story, I saw somebody the other day who was like, yeah, I just play games on easiest because I just want to see the story. And that's not me because I like there to be a challenge, but I don't want to like nowadays there's like X amount of time for most games where it's like, okay, if I don't beat it before this amount of time, I will just get bored. And it's not even like I, I make it that way or choose for it to be that way. It's like eventually, like I loved Red Dead Redemption 2, but it got to a certain point where I was like, okay, I want to see the end, and I didn't care anymore at all. I stopped doing side stuff, and I just was like, my God, this is taking too long. Still a great game, but too long. Like. When I had beaten the game and I was running around, I had found I had already had the UFO encounter and seen the ghost train. And I'd also had the so there's a what's it called? There's a few times when Marston would not Marston, uh when Arthur Arthur, would, yeah. Yeah, when Arthur would just have like you're like, what was that? And he like fall over or something. Like you you if that happens to you enough time, it does attack you after a while. Like it, 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 I'm gonna shit myself. I'll, but I'll leave. Uh, I'll leave that to the community. It's like when you were playing the first one, and you'd be running, and yeah. the fucking cougars would just kill you yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> first encounter for me was in the swamp. I, there's a clip I've got somewhere. I think it's uh, it's on my Xbox, obviously, because I played it on Xbox. 
and <laughs> I'll find it. Uh, but it's me when I was first playing the game. It's like the first couple of days of playing the game and just riding around on the horse. Uh, I was hunting something. I was having a lot of fun hunting things from horseback. <laughs> and I just drove the horse straight into a pole. Oh, yeah. Horse crashing, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It's like our dad. Our dad, a long time ago, was uh, driving. He had something that was affecting his brain at this point. So, it was like, arguably, that could have been it. But it also could just have been dad. And the way he responded to it was absolutely all dad. He, like, drove in a parking lot that he had been in thousands of times. And... He was always riding like he and you'd be in the road in the car with him going on the highway at 90 miles an hour and he'd be riding on his knee on a notepad like steering with his other knee phone in his hand on the other hand or or you remember with wine holding the phone and the shoulder. eating or he'd just say hey grab the wheel to a 10 year old like with one hand yeah. and like so you're just sitting there holding on for dear life. Like, and you just well, you get used to it eventually, but like no, he was in the parking lot and he ran into a pole that was in the parking lot and he swore that that, that pole didn't used to be there. It's like Jesus Christ, Dad. Like it always been there for long. <laughs> That's how much he could not admit, like, yeah, I fucked oh, yeah. up. Like I could just never be wrong. Yeah, man. I know this <laughs> you saying that, but still. Yeah. Well, we are his sons, but still, like... <laughs> I'm always right, but I'm never wrong. I, I say that a lot, too. I used to say that a lot. I always thought that was a great saying. And supposedly, and I think we thought about this on one of the podcasts, but I, I think that came from... I heard originally from our, our grandmother on our mom's side, who was dead before either of us existed, but she was a legend in her own right. I'm just saying, like, when they give you single-player stuff, like as a pre-order bonus or like a mod or something mm -hmm. like that, it's like... Um, the aesthetic stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, and aesthetics are one thing. I just mean, like, boosting crap. the meta doesn't matter so much in a single-player game because it's single-player. You do whatever you want to in that playthrough, right? Like, so, yeah, if you're talking single-player, then, yeah, boosting's fine there, I guess. But You're just taking away from yourself at that point. Yeah, right? I say, yeah that's on you because you, you always have the option of using it or not using it. But yeah. in this case, which is not a single-player experience solely, but it's PvE, it's player versus environment, so it's not player versus player competitive, but this is what I want to ask you now. You see gatekeeping in certain things like um, gear score or BIS, like best in slot in things like World of Warcraft. It's like, hey, you can't come to this raid or this dungeon if you don't have, you're not ready to do it, basically. Or back in the day when we played Destiny, there were people that would not do certain content with you if you didn't have the weapons like Gallarhorn. Or Icebreaker, if you remember the rocket launcher and the the uh, oh, ice. Oh yeah, Galhorn, and we had Great Value version, which was the Hunger of Crota, which was awesome in its own right for a whole yeah. nother reason. And oh, I have a clip of that yeah. as well. Isaac cheesed the crap out of Crota, dude. Everyone cheesed that. Dude, I didn't need the Hunger of Crota because I had Galhorn and I had Thorn and I had the last word. Thorn was I so cool. I didn't want an Icebreaker. I didn't care. He came out to buy. I didn't the only reason people liked the icebreaker was because it had infinite ammo. I know. I just don't care for sniper rifles. It just, dude, it was the worst game experience, too, because you would literally hide and then just pop out, shoot, hide, and do that until it's over. I, dude, it's, an, it's like it's a point and click. 
Uh, it's better in PvP anyway, like yeah. sniping, if you're going to snipe. Don't it's, even talk about Halo. There's no bullet drop and hardly any travel time. Well, but you know that. Like, that's that's yeah. the way Halo is. That's yeah, the technology like, of the game. You, you, is, you use a bitch. You but at least... You don't want to be in the shit. You don't want to be up there and see how good and who's about it. You want to hide. I used to fight with one guy, well, with some people at school about Halo versus Gears, and I'm like, yeah. listen, at least in Halo, when you get shot, when you're trying to snipe, it takes you out of the scope. In fucking Gears, yeah. you at least in the first one, it, you could still snipe people. I'm like, that's bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. It didn't matter, because I remember that, because you'd be sitting there uh, wailing on Isaac, and your head just popped. Ooh, Gears was one of the worst of the games about, like, every head was in the same place, so... On every map, you just needed to know what head level was. Well, what do you mean? Like, there's like, no odd job? <laughs> like Exactly, because there's no, like, when character when you don't have varying sizes in shooters, it really narrows it down, because, like, eventually, it, there's just head level. Like, you just yeah. aim in this, and you go left and right, left and right. Stay in that and go left and right. That's it. Like well, and like you said, if you imagine it, like you said earlier, just a minute ago, point and click. Yeah. It's like if you took the, it's like literally, how good are you at clicking, getting something in the middle of your screen and clicking? Like that's the actual mechanic of it. Which, which is why I say standout VR is the once again the oh, that was funny shit because dude, you're VR pub G. If you don't know what he means, got the Z axis in there now, bro. We're <laughs> rolling around in the shit like. Battle Royales and PUBG is fun as shit when you play it in VR. Yeah, I would say that's the only way I'm playing it. I'm just not a Battle Royale person. It's not me. I do love arena play. Don't get me wrong. But that one's just not for me. I just don't like the concept of running around for 10 minutes to only get maybe caught in the middle of some real bullshit. Like, that just doesn't seem fun to me. Yeah, no, I like I. Th that's one of the first things I noticed too. Is I'm like, dude, you spend more time loading into those games than you do playing I've them. Never played Fortnite. Never tried it when it came out. Thank God. Um, you play Apex ever? I gave I gave Isaac and Juan both two uh, two game three games actually. They only took two, and both games were my exact complaint, dude. It's just like you go running, you go running. They're like, oh yeah, I found this. I was like, dude. I was like, this is the same thing I get from World of Warcraft when I'm except this yeah. loot does not matter. It That's a super addictive part about it, I think, for yeah. people, dude. It's that dopamine hit yeah. from getting, like, what I'm am like, I going to find in this building? I was like, this isn't fun to me. I was like, this loot is literally meaningless. I'm fi it's making me feel like Thomas Wayne Batman. None of it matters. Well, and that's why Escape from Tarkov was a fun take on that because you carry that gear with you if you make it out to the next thing, which is also why I discovered the church of and the the uh, hatchet run, which is amazing because it's just like, okay, so I get that because Island 359 does the same thing. If you get eaten, whatever's in your backpack, it goes away, you know, and if what the only thing that stays is what you put in your locker so well, it's a single player experience. Yeah. By the way, VR people, if you got Island 359 and haven't played it, or if you don't own it and haven't played it, it's a good one. Cloud Gate's cool. not really doing anything with it anymore, but it's a great experience and it's got a fun arcade mode. Imagine like Tarkov, I mean, not Tarkov, excuse me, Turok. It's like a less like developed because it's indie. Yeah. 
Except you're not going to be dealing with primogen. You know, it's going to be actual dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, yeah. Regular dinosaurs. Sar Garrett played that game so much back in the day that uh, the developers were uh, working yeah, with him a lot. Just, he was also on top of the leaderboard for a long time in one game. Of, I mean, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I really don't want to talk about that. Honestly. What you have to understand about that is the way that scoring worked. And my brother would always come out and tell he would come out of his room at the time we were living together. I mentioned this last time when he was talking about total yeah. war, he would come out of his room like in binges of like VR. And he would literally like he, he got his days. He got a camelback, like one of those things that allows you to drink water when you go running or riding your bike. Because the way the scoring worked in that Island 359, he was like, dude, I have to stay in as long as I can. Like, and he was in a yeah. war with this yeah, other guy. That's how it worked. Like, I was like, okay, I knew how to get a Tyrannosaurus Rex to, uh, to constantly pop up. I don't know if it was uh, something I wasn't supposed to be doing. And he would come out with, like, new metas. He'd be like, dude, I realized that I could do the best with the bow and arrow because yeah, I can always go pick it up. So it had, like, you, it, it would go even off the places where it hadn't rendered. The game it was a time. saga because I would get this information from him every, like, two days. He'd come out of his room. I'd be like, oh, I haven't seen you. He'd be like, dude. Yeah. I got a new, I got a new strategy. <laughs> the game is evolving. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I, I'm upset with, like a lot of VR games. Studios will just drop them out of nowhere, like because Island Three Five. That's a whole other thing. It's it's an abandoned project. Because there's not a it's market for that for stuff yet. Is. Don't get me wrong. I still go in and play it every once in a while. Because that's you were a perfect example of that. It's like it was for yeah. the people that loved it, really loved it. My screen name, so like it's up there is what it was the old name, but it's not my name anymore. The people that loved those games really loved them, but there weren't enough of them for there to no, be more development there. No, and dude, that's and that was another thing I like about Steam. It's like if you put in like if you reported something like a lot of times you, you get hits back, and like and especially if you were like being pretty specific, like. That game isn't for casuals, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I and, guess not. No, and, but. The, and the funny thing about it is, like, you could say that's degeneracy. The difference was the degeneracy that he was doing in Island 359 required him to be, if you've ever played VR before, you know that you get tired. You get yeah. sweaty and you're crouched a lot and, like, just go so play some I VR. Was, I, <laughs> I put us in a specific spot and I marked it with my chaperone. Uh, and it was basically, I knew I would hear him punching the walls and hitting the fan every once in a while. I'd be like, Oh, yep, Garrett hit the wall again. (laughs) Sometimes you turn the corner and you got a triceratops just like straight barreling down for you. I'm sorry, he's massive. It's not an easy thing to take in when he's that close. It it takes getting used to, it really does. Yeah, you do get the after a while, you will get desensitized. Like, uh, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I've been eaten, shot, burned, stabbed, crushed, uh, maimed, drowned. Uh, let's see. What else? It's have I been? It's full uh, haptic. Uh, locked in an infinite number of puzzle dimensions. Form is really messed up. You should play form. You end uh, up like Squidward in that one episode of where, you're, where he's where the time machine breaks. Yeah. And he's like, alone, 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 alone. I'll tell you this. The most, like, when you were young, like, when you're a kid and, like, when you get when you really sit there and imagine what it would be like to be a lot of the things like what it would be like it to be like a Z fighter, what it would be like to be Link, you're going through that stuff. Playing things like VR Dungeon Night and going through all that, man. You get all those feels again. And it's like I was like, Oh yeah, I'm keeping I'm keeping a promise to 
it brings yeah, imagination yeah. back into the games. They're it incredibly really immersive. It brings it rebreathes a life into that you just haven't felt in. Some of our friends who are grown ass men, and you know who you are, would it, not it, put it, on his you headset. Know who you are? <laughs> they wouldn't touch it. We would no, literally be like, are. "Hey, just try it," and they're like, "Nope, I'm not doing that." <laughs> it's like bitches. <laughs> Live. <laughs> Allow yourself to experience. You're real for real. I'm just saying, like, if you're if you're looking for some real entertainment in your life, and you're looking, and you got some shekels to shell, I'm about to say it's not cheap. Uh, well, it's getting there. It's getting more affordable. And it's not for casuals. Don't don't go to the don't go the Facebook route. Don't they? They're gonna require. Hey, I've to- told you before, though, man. Like you, you should be happy about that. Not gonna catch on. But that's how. Not metaverses, no. But like the well, oh, that's a whole nother thing. Like at least the web three not gonna work, dude. Well, hey, the whole like advent of the crypto stuff not working out so well recently. I think will lend to that. I think it's definitely like it's almost like a cult. <laughs> like, but they knew crypto wasn't gonna work out. It's not. <laughs> Yeah, it's not hard to really put together. You would think, but there's a lot of suckers out there, unfortunately. <laughs> Seem like the biggest. So let me get this straight. I buy this thing. It seems like an NFT with no picture. That's just how I pictured it. I thought of this a long time ago, and I told you this, and I told Noam you texted about it. Stupid too. You shouldn't be doing that either. That stuff works on the same way that the Warhammer 40k orcs collective psychic power does. If enough of them believe it, then it becomes true. And that's the only way cryptocurrencies and NFTs a lot of the times become right. valuable. <laughs> Until you introduce the solution and education. Is that that's our only our only hope. So God help us. <laughs> yep. Eh. And I say that, and dude, honestly, I could do with some more education. We all everybody could, could but dude, like, then you go to learning. get educated, and then you're like, oh yeah, this is why. <laughs> go get educated. This video sponsored to you by nobody because we don't do that. <laughs> this letter, this this video brought to you by the letter A. What does it stand for? Um, a is for ass. Indeed, indeed. If you're in 2022 and you're not eating ass, what are you doing with your life? I'm say yeah. I'm say uh, I'm gonna be honest. Not eating ass in 2022 is. Uh, I think you think you're doing pretty good in life. Ass doesn't seem like something you want to eat. That's exact opposite of what I was saying. <laughs> well, ass. It's what's for dinner. Uh, there we go. <laughs> well, I've been drinking code red, which most people would say, "Oh, that tastes like ass." I'd be there like, you go. Ass. You can drink it now. <laughs> you can drink it. If you thirsty. I really wish I could find out what the fuck happened to my goddamn TV remote. I would have looked up that shit we were talking about earlier. Hey, if you want to know what we were talking about earlier, you can watch it on YouTube. King of the World Chat. You can hear it on all the places. Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts. Give it a five-star review. That helps us. Like the video. Make a comment. Um, You can check me out on YouTube at Hypemore TV. Or no, it's just Hypemore now. And it's uh, coming soon right now. What's that? So this is the only place you're going to see me for right now. I'm working coming on my- soon. Sorry, Garrett. And occasionally be a minute. you could catch me on Twitch. Garrett's got a job. Not very often lately. The next episode Mondays King of the world chat where the topics are made up. That was my fidget spinner. Sorry. You were supposed to say in the points don't matter. Once again, 
you're you're just you're talking about points. Like we didn't award any points this show. It's you know we what? made some points. For noticing no points awarded. We made some points. We none of them mattered though. Yeah, but you can't stab anything if you don't have points. Okay, yeah, but fine. But why like you know, sometimes Lee, I feel like we're stabbing our own boat. We should Less stabbing. We'll we'll shoot for less stabbing next time. What what's next time? Well, are we done or something? Next well, time on Dragon Balls on King of the World chat. Oh god damn it. I hope we don't hit each other too hard. We have no idea what next time will be because we haven't we haven't worked that out yet. We didn't yeah, even work out this time. It'll be Monday and Tuesday's thing. It will be on Monday though. Yep. Well, we start working on it Monday, the next episode. But we upload it on Monday. Takes a lot of work. It does. We because we want to take the time because we know Mondays suck. I mean, come on, it's the start of the work week. Wake up with the king of the world chat. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> don't wake up. <laughs> wake up with the king, or don't wake up. <laughs> My thirties are dirty. Okay, like exactly because you shit yourself. Get the raid diaper. No, I have I have the decency to get up from the desk and go to hey my. Hey man, if on the path you were on with three five nine, I wouldn't have put it past you. Be like, you know what? I'm using diapers now because there was no way to for me to get to the bathroom with the headset on. It was attempted, but once again, I'm just not going to shit in my room. There's too much root and margin for error there. I won't even piss in a bottle in my room. Okay, I. Have did that. I did do that once. That here did you get go. Done. You heard it here first. Ah, I was tanking. If you listen to Preach's drama time, you'll hear that a lot of people took tanking and spanking to another level. You're kidding me. Oh, I yeah. know. I know. I knew uh, one of my buddies cranked it when uh, when we were Dude, doing. That's that. why they did that in Make Love Not Warcraft, like the uh, with, with uh, Clyde. You know <laughs> like, who you are. Don't be you Clyde. Know who you are. <laughs> and if you are going to be Clyde, have the decency to mute your mic first. Well, then, before, I guess uh, we should we should say a thing. What thing? Um, be good or be good at it. That's my thing. Well, it's mine now. There you go. My influence is spreading already. Like a disease. <laughs>